I think you've heard this and I think everybody listening probably has heard of this at one point or another, but there's, there's a saying out there that says, show me who your friends are and I'll show you who you are, what you are, what your future looks like. I mean, you could throw whatever uh, yeah. thing at the end there, but that's the reality is that your friends can take you to the highest mountain, mm. the best place, man. If you have some good, healthy, quality friends, they could take you to such a great place. But the opposite is also true. Mm. If you have some friends that are just uh, are pushing you and pulling you in, in the opposite direction or, you know, or maybe you don't even see it at first, but along the way things start escalating, you could just end up in a really dark place. Yeah. So I think this is especially true here in, in the United States and in countries that are more developed because, you know, we have everything. We have everything, right? We have phones, social media, schools, we, especially growing up here in South Florida. It's almost like there's, there's not a need to, to be vulnerable or, or to, but that's a lie, right? And so I, I think with, with the friends a topic, it's just really, really important to choose. You need to choose because if not, your, your friends will choose for you. Welcome back to One Thing in Common podcast. On today's episode, we have my friend, Juan Alzate. Juan is a husband to his beautiful wife, Daniela, and a father to his sons, John Jr. and a baby on the way. He was born in Cali, Colombia, and came to the United States at six years old, where he grew up in Western Florida. At the age of 18, he began a career in real estate, which led him to complete a bachelor's degree of business administration in real estate. After a professional career for six years in both residential and commercial real estate, selling properties and hotels of up to $23 million, in 2020, he transitioned careers to work full-time in ministry at Vertical Church. His hobbies in addition to investing in real estate include playing soccer, collecting watches, and spending time with his friends and family. Everyone, I am pumped to bring on my friend, Juan. Hey, come on, everybody. Hey, I'm excited to be here, Megan. Thank you for having me. Hey, let me just say before we talk a little bit more that what you're doing is been amazing. The fact that you're adding value to people's lives through conversation and real topics that are important, and sometimes a little taboo that we try to go around, right, in our life are just so important that we need to talk about. And so thank you for having me. I'm honored to be here. And I'm just excited to, to talk to you and to talk to the family behind you. Oh, thank you. Well, I'm super pumped that you are on and thank you for your kind words. I know you are a very, very busy man. I mean, you're a husband, you're a father, you got not just one baby, but you got another one in the oven. Let's go. Okay. Let's go. And for those of you that don't know, Juan, uh, we're actually part of the student ministry at vertical church and he is he's my leader so yeah. it is an absolute <laughs> honor to have you on here today juan um and just to pick your brain a little bit and yeah. share with the listeners yeah well look i'm excited to be here and like i said what's important we're gonna put in the schedule and so this is a priority mm -hmm. for me and so i'm excited to be here so pumped so pumped so this is a topic y'all that I feel like we, we've touched on in various seasons on the podcast, but never really got to have a conversation with a guy on this particular topic. And it's all about vulnerability, mm. right? And I know that is something that is not easy 
for anybody, but especially when it comes to men, it seems like it's a little more, it could be taboo for some people. There can be a stigma towards men and vulnerability. And I literally cannot think of anybody better than Juan to talk about this. Just seeing you live your life and honestly, like everything that you've gone through and that you've been through, um, you've really modeled that. So Juan, I want to ask you the first question. When was the first time you saw a man be vulnerable and you saw the fruit of his vulnerability? Yeah, that's a good question, Megan. And this is not an easy topic, like you mentioned, and especially for guys, it is a little bit more challenging, Mm -hmm. you know, and so to give you a little bit of background and the audience, everybody listening, you know, I grew up in Colombia for a short period of time in South America, and I did not grow up in the environment that I'm that I'm in today. Mm -hmm. You know, the environment that I grew up in was very much broken, uh, broken relationships, Uh, you know, at that time, at a young age, my parents were getting divorced. You know, and because of that, we moved to the United States. And so with that being said, I kind of just want to lay it out there that, you know, life is not perfect, right? We make sometimes very big mistakes and sometimes other people make decisions for us that affect us. Just like in my case, it was the divorce of my parents. I didn't have a say in it. They made that decision for themselves, but the implications were more than I could ever imagine. And so I did not grow up in a home, at least initially, with a healthy examples, you know, a a home that was loving, yes, and a home where I lacked none of the important things, quote unquote, such as shelter over my roof, food and so forth. But the first time that I can really remember seeing someone be vulnerable with me was maybe around middle school years. You know, I think when we're growing up in elementary school, we're a little bit younger. And so we might not even recall those years, right? As I look back, I can just pinpoint moments in elementary school but in middle school you start becoming a little bit more conscious going through some interesting transitions you know growing up uh, realizing that you know hey I'm not the only one people are going through some things I'm going through some things Mm -hmm. and why does he or she look that way and why don't I look that way right Mm -hmm. why do I sound like this right why do they sound like that and so the first moment was in middle school you know thinking about it was a very uh, close person to me you know, the person who now today is actually my father-in-law. So my wife's dad. Um, Yeah, I remember him being that first person where I saw that everything wasn't perfect in his life. Mm -hmm. And that was okay. Mm -hmm. He let me in, right? I think we try to put up walls, you know, as men, but also as people where we just try to pretend that life is perfect. And so I think we're not given even healthy examples from from society. So to answer your just question is in middle school and that's who who I saw it in. Wow, shout out to Junior, let's go. Yeah, yeah. I love that. And it's funny because at the time you and Danny weren't dating, right? Like, right. So that's crazy to think about that she was just your friend and he was a kind of like, a father figure, you could say in your life. Yeah, 100%. Well, you know, my parents divorced, like I mentioned, and that's why we came to the States, my dad stayed back. And because of the environment that I was in and involved in, not because I wanted to, but because I was forced to go to church, not want to be in church, I didn't want to. But I was forced from my aunt, you know, my uncle, my mom. And because of that, I just started making friends, you know, the more you're at a place, eventually, you make friends. 
right? That's just the reality of it. The more you're at a place, you, you just make friends. And so I think Junior just started taking me under his wing and saying, hey, these are some of the things I've been through at your age. This is what helped me. Hey, really think about this. And I think it's the first time I saw someone just let their guard down mm-hmm. and not pretend that everything was perfect and that you had to be strong all the time. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the first instance I can remember. So good. I love that. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. And I want to ask you, Juan, when was the first time um, your vulnerability led to freedom? And can you bring us along that journey? Man, this is a good question. I like this one because it wasn't too long ago. Mm. You know, it wasn't too long ago because when you think of that word freedom, Megan, that word really implies a freedom, a holistic freedom, like 100%. Mm. Like you can't be free if there's some things still tying you down, even if it's one or two, right? Yep. And so I think for me, freedom, you know, we're never going to be perfect, right? Because we're human, but full freedom for me happened in early college when I was probably mm. like 20 years old. You know, so it's, it's been a little bit, you know, it's been, I'm 25 now, about 20 or 21 years old, I made a really bad decision, you know, and it affected the relationships around me very severely and I was at a point where I wanted I guess healing and just just I wanted to break through what I was going through so bad that I was willing to talk about what I was going through if that makes sense yeah like like I think it sometimes because we're what's the word we're just negligent as humans you know we're neglectful Mm -hmm. um we're hard-headed sometimes it needs to get to the point that we're just so broken and lost that we're in such a deep hole that that's when we look up as opposed to learning from others mistakes right easier said than that right totally totally but but for me was that point it was I was at a point where I just wanted to get rid and, 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 and close the door to what had happened so bad that I was okay with being vulnerable and so that happened in early college you know because of a bad decision that I made um now looking back it's been the best decision you know the hardest one yeah without a doubt but the best one and do you feel like because that was like the first time you really were uh, able you were able to be vulnerable you feel like it's been somewhat easier to to like when you do struggle with something or something comes up, like it's a little easier each time. Like it's not easy, but it's a little easier each time you have to, you know, do that or be vulnerable with somebody. Cause sometimes again, it's, we don't really want to be, but it's at the times where we don't want to be that we really need to be. Well, the reality to what you're saying, the reality is that everything that's uphill is a struggle. It's challenging is worth fighting for, right? Everything that is worth fighting for is uphill. Everything that's important and worth it, it's uphill, it's hard. That's the reality. And so here's something that I learned at a young age that really changed my life from that moment is that you can be vulnerable or you can be transparent. Mm -hmm. And so here's what I wanna dig into for a little bit that just changed my life. You know, growing up, I thought I was being transparent which a lot of people will use as a synonym with, you know, synonym with uh, vulnerability, but it's actually quite different. When you're transparent, you can also still be in control and withhold information. Mm. So if, if I'm, I can be transparent with you, Megan, and be honest and say, hey, 
these are some challenges that I have, but I can also be, I, I can be limited as to what I'm sharing and still yeah. be, you know, I can still be transparent. Being vulnerable on the other hand, vulnerability means that I have no control as to how you're going to react with the information mm. that you And so vulnerability means that I'm laying it all. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to control the outcome or your response. Yeah. And so I think that's the difference that sometimes we're, we think as people that, oh, I'm being vulnerable. No, no, no. We're being transparent because, yeah, we're being honest, but we might be holding some information back. Mm-hmm from a decision, from a wound, from a mistake that is still affecting us, but maybe we're too ashamed or, or we feel too much guilt to talk about. Mm-hmm. That That's so good. And it's so true. I feel like it's easier to be transparent because it's kind of like, okay, I'm going to be transparent with you, but like you can kind of hide some things and choose. Well, I'm going to say this, but I'm not going to share this part. Or, and it's like, no, when you're vulnerable, like you don't know how the person's going to respond. And, and that's, that's what's scary. scary. Yeah. It's scary because you're putting yourself out there. And, um, you know, as we touched a little bit of this with, um, in different conversations, you know, the importance of being vulnerable with the right people as well. You know, you don't want to just like post your vulnerability on social media, or you don't want to just like, you know, share with a stranger, but really like someone that, you know, has the best interest for you that genuinely cares for you. And, and also that you would like, the fruit of their life that you want that fruit, right? You wouldn't want to seek advice or be vulnerable with somebody if the fruit they're producing isn't joy, peace, or love, or, you know, you, you want to make sure that the person you're being vulnerable with is kind of, um, in that area, they, 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 they got it, you know, they're strong in that area. And I've seen that with my friendships, you know, areas that I struggle in, I talk to my friends about, and they're like, Hey, I've struggled in this too, you know? But they're, right. they're at a point where they can help me through it because they've gone through it and vice versa, you know? That's right. So that no, I is. Love that. I love that. I love that. And I think that, you know, you have to try and emulate or, or be close to people with what you want to emulate, right? With what you want to be. And so it, it wouldn't make sense if you want to be financially free, mm-hmm. and independent. You can't go to advice to the person who's, you know, highly in debt or can't pay his bills on time, does not have a budget. It, it just does not. It doesn't make sense. sense. <laughs> and so we know that we know that here, but to bring it from our minds to our hearts, mm. it, it's a different step. And so the same thing is with being vulnerable. You know, we have to, if, if we want, because it's what you're saying, if we want the fruit, yeah, we have to be vulnerable and not transparent. So good. So good. And um, I want to, I feel like with guys, it just, it seems like it's so much harder for guys to be vulnerable. And why, why do you think that is? It's hard. Yeah. (laughs) I could tell you it's, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. I think just by default, just like by who we are, how we've been designed, right. Just Mm -hmm. by nature, we as people are prideful you know we think we're the best right um i think society doesn't help in this area mm-hmm. everything that we're being fed or thrown our way is hey you can do it on your own you don't need anybody what open up come on you're not weak you're strong you can do it right i think society has also just 
fed and intensified this really this lie i don't know what else to call it but a lie that we're better off alone than with people Mm. and i think that's a huge lie that a lot of us even me because i'm human Mm -hmm. i still fall into yeah you know Mm -hmm. but but because there's the right people around me uh, i'm able to kind of just see my blind spots and so i think that by nature we've just been taught to to do things on our own so that hasn't helped you know mm-hmm. society will say you know forget everybody do whatever you need to do to get ahead if you yeah. need to eat lie and steal but for you to get to the top do that right that's mm-hmm. what we that's the denominator that we hear the common denominator mm-hmm. and how do you like Juan how has it helped you now that you've been able to like be vulnerable with you know leaders that you look up to but then seeing you know all the the guys you know in in your life the younger men and especially in the student ministry that you know can call you and go up to you you know how has it helped you see like okay vulnerability is not a weakness in fact it the most vulnerable people are really the strongest because it takes the most courage to do that you know so is that something that you have to like remind yourself when when you need to be or, or like how do you speak into the younger men in your life to really embrace that and and yeah. go at it you know that's a great question i think the reality is that healthy things grow mm. healthy things grow and so if, if you want to be healthy we need to be doing things that will make us grow right and so in turn the question is hey what are some healthy habits that we have in place mm. to make this happen because life right doesn't just happen by coincidence or you know leave it up to chance right or Mm -hmm. or, hey you were here the reason why Megan you're here interviewing me today is because you made some decisions along the way where you said hey I'm gonna I'm gonna go out there I'm gonna start interviewing some people talking about some important topics you've seen the fruit of it Your, your channel has been growing your audience the feedback you've received and because of that you've continued to do what you're doing and so I think for me is seeing the fruit of it and seeing how healthy I've been in those moments, it's just given me a courage to continue mm. those healthy habits, yeah. right? You know, we don't just eat one day a week. We eat every single, you know, couple of hours, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if we're eating the right food, hey, we're feeling strong, Yeah. right? So if we want to practice healthy, good habits, such as being held accountable and being vulnerable with others, we need to make that a, a decision and not an emotional moment, right? Mm-hmm. When you make a decision, you make a decision because you're going to follow through with it. Yeah. So even if I don't feel like it, guess what? I'm going to do it. Yeah. And so that's why it's important to have these healthy boundaries and, and practices in place and people that you can lean on to say, hey, I need some help right now because I don't feel like doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't feel like doing this or that, but so that's very important. You know, I think now as the years have gone by, I've, I've had some, I have some healthy habits in place and people that have helped me to see that. And, and the more you see that, man, you just want to give back Yeah. You know, out of this healthy place. And so I think that's where I'm at right now, where I'm able to do that with, you know, a lot of males and mm-hmm. you know, a lot of guys yeah. and, and different people too. And some females, you know, with healthy boundaries, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's so good. And I could definitely see like you, 
You definitely model that, you know, when we'll have meetings and we'll have our BSM leaders meetings on a Tuesday night before Wednesday night. And there'll be times where like, you're just super like, you're like, y'all, I did not have a good day today. Yeah. But you know what? I showed up and I'm here and we are going to make this the best night that we can. And you give it your all, you know, like it's so easy to throw in the towel. It's so easy to be like, Hey guys, well, I can't make it. So here's my sub or and make excuses, but it's like, we don't go based off our feelings. We go based off the commitment that we made prior to our feelings. Exactly. And you've modeled that and you continue to do. And, and it, you know, you can, you'll say that. And then somebody else might say, yeah, I I didn't have the best day either. And then we all talk about it. We're like, oh my gosh, like we're all in this thing together. You know, how do you feel after, let me ask you, how do you feel after that conversation? I'm like, wow, Juan is a human just like me. Like, you know, yeah. like. Or even it, with, you know, with the people involved, I'm sorry to cut you off. After no. you talk about how all of you didn't have a great day. Yeah. Hard things happen. How do you feel? We A, a sense of relief, a sense of like, yeah. wow, I'm not the only one. Yep. And it, it's not just that, but it just goes to show like, you don't, again, you don't just show up when you feel good. You show up because of your word. Right. Yeah. And I think when at times we'll say this a lot, you know, the times where you don't want to go are the times when you need it the most. Right. And I, and I told you this, I was super honest with you. I was like, you know, I like just life happened and I really didn't want to come, but I came and I, this is what I needed. Like the word that you shared, the message that you gave, that was for me. If it was for anyone out there, it was for me. Right. And it's always like that resistance that, right before you like get something or you go somewhere or you get something that you need, like let's say spiritually or emotionally, it's like, there's always a little bit resistance beforehand, but if you could just push through that resistance, if you could just go a little, the second mile, you'll get what you need and more. Yeah. That's so good. And if if I could add to that really quick, I think what, what pushes you through those hard times is knowing your why. Mm. You don't know the why behind the how, you're not going to push through, Mm-mm. you know? So, so it's not so much, how do I break through? No, no, no. You need to figure out why, right? Just to give you an example, you know, very simple example. I remember growing up at a young age here, right here, Broward County, and very young, I always wanted a car, just like many of us growing up, we want a car. And I remember I did everything I had to do to get that car. You I mean, I remember I worked- you shared this before. I worked endless hours, endless yeah. hours, no matter what I had to do. Mm. I had to buy chocolate in bulk and resell it at a higher price through DECA. <laughs> yeah. Right? I had yeah. to flip cars, you know, buy a cheap car and sell it at a, at a you know, higher price tag. It didn't matter what I had mm. to do. I would do it over and over. But why did I go above and beyond? Because I knew my why. My why was so clear. I wanted mm. that car. Mm-hmm. And nothing was going to get in the way of me not having that car. Mm -hmm. And so I think at times we just live without taking a step back to reflect and saying, Hey, what's my why? And Mm -hmm. so just talking, you know, here on the channel, I know a very big part of it is, is health and holistic health. Right. And so if we want to be healthy, Mm -hmm. if that's our why we're going to do everything it takes to be healthy and, and vulnerability and being held accountable is a part of that. Oof, accountability. That's a whole nother one we can go into. That is true. And I think um, 
when you find your people to be vulnerable with, they're, they're your accountability partners. They're your people yeah. that like, okay, now that they know your, your weakest points and your weakest spots and just seeing you like completely um, as you are, then they can hold you accountable saying, Hey, I know you struggle in this area. So like once a week, let's just meet up for coffee and let's talk about it. You know, like sure. I want to be here for you, not to condemn you. That's definitely not our job, not to tell you that you're doing bad, but just to be there for you. Cause if you're, if right. you fall down, guess what? I'm going to be there to pick you up. Right. And we have to seek that out though. Mm-hmm. So good. Fall, Say it. Let's not fall on the, on the side of, Hey, I'm just going to wait for that person to reach out to me. No, no, no. Mm. You want to be healthy seek it out be intentional you know oftentimes we want to grow but we want to stay comfortable the Mm. reality is that if you want to grow you got to get uncomfortable and so it's one or the other you can't grow and stay comfortable you got to give up comfort so if you're uncomfortable now you're growing right and so I, i think that's a big part of it you know to answer a part of your question again you know why do i think especially for men it's a little bit harder because of the example around us, you know, the example as men is to pretend that we have it all together. You know, I think a lot of us grew up in broken homes. And when I say broken, I mean, not perfect with challenges, right? Often, we didn't have the best examples. Usually men are not ones to show their emotional side. And just because you're emotional, doesn't mean you're weak. And so I think it just comes back to your why, the why. So good, so good. And, um, that I love when you mentioned your why, because I feel like when, like, for instance, with a podcast, there'll be days, you know, I I'm have a recording and it's like after work and I'm tired, but like my why is so much bigger than how I feel at the moment. Right. Um, my why, when it comes to student ministry, some days, like some days I'm not feeling good because of life circumstances. Right. Yeah. But then I show up, I'm there for the girls. And then I'm like, wow, like, this is my why, like my why is so much bigger. And then I come back feeling so much more fulfilled so much like, yeah. wow, like I actually needed to show up because this is so much bigger than myself. That's right. You know, and it, it's so, it's so beautiful. And speaking of, you know, having the accountability and seeking that out, can you touch on the importance of having good quality friends around you and how that can impact your life? Yeah, that's everything. That, that's everything, you know, I think you've heard this. And I think everybody listening probably has heard of this at one point or another. But there's, there's a saying out there that says, show me who your friends are. And I'll show you who you are, what you are, what your future looks like. I mean, you could throw whatever uh, yeah. thing at the end there. But that's the reality is that your friends can take you to the highest mountain, mm. the best place, man, if you have some good, healthy, quality friends, they could take you to such a great place. But the opposite is also true. Mm. If you have some friends that are just uh, are pushing you and pulling you in, in the opposite direction, or, you know, or maybe you don't even see it at first, but along the way, things start escalating, you could just end up in a really dark place. Yeah. So I think this is especially true here in, in the United States, and in countries that are more developed. Because, you know, we have everything we have everything right we have phones social media schools especially growing up here in south florida it's almost like there's there's not a need to to be vulnerable or or to but that's a lie right and so i I think with with the friends a topic it's just really really important to choose 
you need to choose because if not, your, your friends will choose for you. Mm, so good. So good. And again, like we're not thrown into like, you don't just grow up and you're in school and you're like, Hey, here are your friends. Like right. yeah, you have classmates, but at the end of the day, you choose who you hang around with. You choose who you're texting. You're choosing who you call. You choose sure. who you spend your free time with. And you know, who you hang around is who you're going to become. Like, that's just the reality of it. So like, yeah. you want to become a great person, surround yourself with great people. If you want to, you know, be wiser in a certain topic, surround yourself with people who excel in that area. And, and it goes again for the opposite. Like if you don't right. want to have a great life, we'll surround, surround yourself with people that don't end, but who would want that? That, that sounds crazy, no, right? It sounds insane. It sounds crazy. The word insanity is doing the same thing over and over mm. again, expecting a different result. And so I caught myself, mm-hmm. not because I, but somebody else actually caught it in my life at a young age. I was surrounded by the same group of people expecting different results in the way that I spoke, mm-hmm. in the way that I thought, in, in the way that I did things and went about my outlook at life. That's insane. Like, I cannot pretend, again, taking it back to an example we've just used today, I cannot pretend to be around people that are financially unstable and making bad decisions, right? Longing to be financially independent or free. That's just insane. I need to surround myself with a, a new group of people. And so what's what's hard about this topic is that we need to have the right people from a young age to be able to not end up in some deep holes. But guess what? The good news is that although maybe from a young age, you didn't have people to help you or, or protect you along the way or call some things out in a, in a loving way, today can be that start for some yeah. of us. You know, so there, there's no shame in saying, hey, guess what? I made some really bad decisions. Guess what? We have too, right, Megan? Mm-hmm. We- oh, yeah. <laughs> we sure have. And so there's never a moment that's too late, too far gone, too messed up. There's never that. And so I just want to give a little bit of hope to anybody listening that today can be that day where you say, hey, you know what? I can see how these influences have led me to a place where I'm thinking, feeling, and doing things that I have, I never thought mm-hmm. I would be doing, mm-hmm. thinking, or do, or, right? Or, or feeling. Yeah. And so we, I think we see it growing up. I remember growing up in high school and in college and seeing people around me like, how did that person get there? Mm. Like, how? Like, I was close to that person yeah. in elementary school, middle school. And some of those people today are not here. Yeah. They're just, whether it's, hey, not physically here because they've passed away from mm. tough decisions, or they're just, they've, they've gone astray, you know, and, and there's no purpose and meaning in life because mm. of just the environment because we think we're, we're strong enough. That's the, that's the challenge. Mm. We think we're, we're strong enough that, Hey, this is not going to catch up to me. Yeah. But in reality, we, we have a breaking point. We're human. Yeah. And, and the importance of having those good quality friends when you're at a breaking point is that they're there to lift you up. Yeah. Right. Um, I just thought of a verse that popped in my head was, you know, two are better than one because, when one falls, you have another to pick you up. And what happens when you're alone? You know, like who is there to pick you up? And and it's not to say that if you've never had a good quality friends that it's too late. It's never too late. But 
Hey, if you're in that moment and you're in, like, Hey, that's me right now. Like, that's how I feel. Like I just, yeah. man, I love my friends and they're great people, but they're not great influences in my life. Yeah. Like they're good. That's something we need to understand. Mm, come that on, Juan, tell it. Just because people or, or, or people around us, you know, are what you would call quote unquote good people doesn't mean that we should allow them to influence our life. Mm. So I have many friends, people that I consider friends from afar that I'm still in touch to, you know, still in touch with to Mm -hmm. this day from high school, from college, from my work environment, my previous job that once in a while I'll say hello to, but to let them into my life and Mm -hmm. influence me and speak into my heart. That's a different step. Mm-hmm. We, we need to be careful yeah we really need to be careful with that it, it's it's a challenging uh topic and, and i guess uh dynamic that we have to work with but we don't need to be rude and say hey okay forget you i'm gonna cancel yeah you uh-huh Mm-mm. hey what's your why do you want to be healthy do you want to get to this place what's your why and, and if it doesn't align with your why then you have to some you have to make some decisions yeah yeah Oh, I love that. I love how like, yeah, definitely not canceling people out, but you can love people at a distance and and not just that, but like, you know, I've been having this conversation a lot and it's just been really dear to my heart, just like having a close group of friends. But even with that, you have like maybe two, three or one that is just like, man, they know everything and there's just nothing to hide. Yeah. And those are the people that could speak into your life. You can open up your heart to, but just because someone's good, just because someone's a good person doesn't mean that you need to let your, you need to let all that open to that person, because although they could be a good person, they may not be running the same path. You are, they may not, you know, bear the fruit that you necessarily want in your life. And then you open a door that really doesn't need to be opened. Right. And, and I was having a conversation uh, today actually with, a friend of mine today, I was like, just because someone's a good guy doesn't mean like, you know, you got to be with that person. (laughs) Like there are a lot of good people in the world, but that doesn't mean that you need to open up your everything to. So as important as it is to have good people, good people with good intentions that want the best for you and that are kind of also running in the same lane as you like, do they kind of want the same things that you want? Are they, or do they have the same mission as you? Yeah. Right. I think that's big. I feel like, you know, I've surrounded myself and I feel like you could say the same thing too, uh, with, with people, friends, leaders that are on the same mission. Right. Yeah. And, and when you have the same mission, yeah. When things get hard, when, you know, maybe conversations arrive that like, there may be some conflict at the end of the day, our eyes are not on what's going on right now. Our eyes are on the mission. Our eyes are on the long-term goal. And I feel like when you surround yourself with people like that, you don't let petty things come in the way. You don't let little things stop, you know, you from growing or the relationship from growing, but you keep going forward. You you keep moving forward. Right. And having this conversation, it's really making me realize like, all the important quality traits and having a good enriching friendship, you know, accountability, vulnerability, like think about it. If you don't have accountability and vulnerability with like your closest friends, are they really your closest friends? Yeah. Think about it. Yeah. And that falls on us, right? Mm -hmm. As people, like as the individual, we need to make those decisions. And so I find it a little ironic 
that the world tries to push on us to be this one man squad and to be mm-hmm. you know stronger alone when, when in reality it's not that way mm-hmm. it's not how we were created to be and the funny thing which is not really that funny but the <laughs> yeah i always say that the interesting thing <laughs> is that this last year and change of covid has isolated all of us for a period of time mm-hmm. and if you look back and if we can all be honest it was probably one of the darkest moments for us as people yeah. and in general i mean just look at the news and anxiety depression and mm-hmm. all these different things that oppress us have been through the roof have just increased why because we've been isolated yeah we've been isolated and when we weren't meant to do life alone because when we're iso- when we're isolated we're, we're vulnerable yeah we can't think straight you know the, the heart is deceitful you know, mm-hmm. you, might think you know what's best for you or or what's good for you but we don't go based off of feelings that's if you want to see the right fruit in your life yeah hey, you don't care about bearing you know healthy mm-hmm. fruit and if you don't want to be excellent and go above and beyond in the different responsibilities and areas of your life that's okay mm-hmm. it's your decision yeah you know, we respect that you mm-hmm. know we say this along hey you can belong before you believe whatever whatever that means to you mm-hmm. it's up to you and so i think it's we can't compare our standards to the world's standards and when mm-hmm. i say the world i mean just whatever 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 everybody else is doing mm-hmm. you need to have a serious talk in the mirror and say hey what are my standards and and what am i holding these standards to because if it was up to the world they're going to fluctuate the standards of what a good person is of what yeah. i should do what i shouldn't do you know and so it's interesting i think the whole topic of friends it takes intentionality again it's not easy at the beginning mm-hmm. but if if you're the only person that knows your secrets you're in trouble mm. you're in trouble if you're the only person that knows your secrets you're in trouble. You're you're just as dark as your secrets. And then not in any way am I saying that to sound better or higher. No, no, no. I was there at one point. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm trying to do everything to not be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know what it's like to be in the pit and, yeah. and, and hopeless and broken mm-hmm. and lost and confused and scared. I mean, the list goes on and on, right? Yeah. <laughs> it, it's just, we need to be intentional to say, okay, I need to find a healthy group of friends and depending on your why well that might look different to some of us right what those group of friends look like so good Juan so good wow you touched on a lot and so so much gold to grab out of that I do want to ask you the last final question of the pod and that is if you knew then what you know now what would you tell your younger self I knew then what I know now, what would I tell my younger self? It rhymes. (laughs) Um, It's challenging, you know, because there's a part of me that says, hey, I'm glad how things have played out, you know, the the way that things have happened, right? But if there's one thing that I would tell myself, it would be to be intentional, Mm. to be intentional. It sounds cliche, it sounds something that people just throw around to be intentional and to reflect. I would add to that, to be mm. intentional and to reflect. Mm. 
-hmm. be intentional and reflect. And so with anything, be intentional. Hey, why am I making this decision? So good. Right. That's thinking ahead, right? Being intentional. Reflecting is based on what happened. Let me take some time to digest and take a step back. Hey, based on that decision that I made, what was the outcome? Mm. Right. Based on the words that came out of my, my mouth what were the responses from people based on the thoughts that I keep on having every day? You know, how am I living my life? Like we need to take a moment. So good. Take a step back, get yourself a small journal mm-hmm. and start maybe journaling every day. I love journaling. Yeah. Come on. Got my journal, journal right here. Let's yeah. go. Journaling is one of the best things, so methods to, to just, man, to be healthy. Mm. And so I think being intentional and reflecting are such important things because if we don't reflect on decisions that we make or decisions that are made for us, guess what? We're never going to learn. And so at times we ask ourselves, man, we're in this vicious cycle, expecting something different to change or something to, you know, click or, or, or light up when in reality, if we haven't taken a moment to reflect and ask, but why, or why not, Mm. then we're not going to find out the answer and so my answer you know for me growing up was man i was looking for freedom wanted to be i wanted to feel like i could just live my life full of purpose and meaning but i wasn't being vulnerable growing up i had been transparent because i was still in control with what i was sharing yeah uh-huh. still in control yep you can have that but no, no no i'm not gonna share that and so i was being transparent but it came to a certain point where i said i can't I, I, I want I want it so bad that I, I don't care what other people might think or, mm-hmm. or how it would so affect the implications of, of, of me just talking about it and being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. But I think, yeah, intentionality and, and reflecting are, are big ones. I love that. That is so good. Thank you, Juan, for sharing everything and being so open and transparent with us, you know, just bringing us along your journey of vulnerability and, you know, sharing with us the first person that that was a male figure in your life that really was able to open that door for you and and you stepping into that and seeing the fruit in your life. And then not only that, but then passing it on to others along the way and continuing to do that. You are such an inspiration, not just to me, but I know to so many people and just so grateful for you, your wife, Daniela, listening. Hello, Danny. I love you and baby John and the little baby on the way. Just super stoked for you guys. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I mean, it's an honor to see what you're doing and to anybody out there. I mean, it's never too late. It's mm-hmm. never too late. And guess what? We're all human. We all make mistakes. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't pretend to be perfect. I'm the first one to say, hey, life's not easy. Um, I'm not perfect. Yep. I need help. I'm the yeah. first one to say, I need some help with my blind spots. Yes, come on. A lot of work still to be done. But mm-hmm. hey, we don't have to live life alone. And the mm-hmm. reality is, is that we're better together. Yeah. And we can all say that, you know, if, if we see the fruit of it, mm-hmm. it's just the reality. And so if anybody needs, you know, someone to talk to, you know, Megan's right here for you girls. Mm-hmm. Hey, for the guys, I'm here for you. If you need something, hey, mm-hmm. Megan has my number, you know, ask mm-hmm. her for it, you know, email her, DM her, wherever you're watching this or hearing this from, let's talk. And, mm-hmm. and you'll be surprised the fruit that will come from it, mm-hmm. you would have never imagined. And so I'm expecting, Megan, I'm expecting to let's see go. because of your faithfulness and your work and your just intentionality in this podcast, man, people are just going to rise up and 
go to that next level. So thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for your words, Juan. Seriously, appreciate it so much. And I will see you on Wednesday. What? what? On Wednesday. That's the Let's go. Bye. Thank you for listening. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and please leave a rate and review as it makes a huge difference. Also, share this podcast with your friends and family. And don't forget to follow at One Thing in Common Podcast on Instagram and tag us with any insights you got from the episode. I am so grateful for each and every one of you and I hope you have the best week. Much love.